0: Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to our last, most likely second to last session of City of Mist. We've effectively spoken with everyone that we need to, gone everywhere that we need to go, and we have indeed entered the endgame. Alrighty, the group has all gotten together and such. Literally, the last thing we did was a uh, face off against, in a nice way, I guess, a uh, honorable duel against B in which she revealed her newly acquired powers to your group, effectively that you know where Reginald is, how to actually get there, and effectively, it's going to happen in a few days. Uh, she believes things will have settled more thoroughly by then. So if there's anything you guys want to do, uh, effectively before you ra- <laughs> rush the boss's <laughs> base, you are more than welcome to do so. Anyone you want to talk to, anything you want to like research or look into... Believe to you. I mean, I think I'm good.
1: I'm ready to get get to it.
0: All right, time to reveal that bacon's actually the final big bad. Let's do this. I mean, what? (laughs)
1: Uh, I love (laughs) a good bacon, (laughs) egg, and cheese. (laughs) Hey, you were against that. That's Megan saying that, not Moira.
0: I mean, as long as I don't know my food before I eat it, I'm fine. If it has a name, it's a pet. Sorry. Even if it's a mean name, still a pet.
1: Well, because if it's a mean name, a bacon's kind of funny.
2: It is
0: kind of funny. Like,
1: like to you, your heart knows that bacon is not meant for a sandwich. Not this bacon, anyway.
2: I love bacon. You gonna eat bacon? I am automatically obligated to love any animal
1: named bacon. I'm getting some mixed signals from you right now. I love the food bacon, so I have to love the animal.
0: Fair.
2: I'm Just getting don't... some mixed signals.
0: Just don't love it with your teeth.
1: Love it a little less.
0: Alrighty. Well, if that is the case, then I assume we are contacting George as he wanted in on this as well.
1: Yep. It will be morally. No. Yeah. Duh.
0: Alrighty. I love that guy. He's real cool. We do just that. Be let you guys know uh, to meet her near the industrial area. And uh, she will guide you to where she believes the tower is. You let Mr. Kim know the general area as well. And he shall also be here to assist. And I guess to uh, help with your theory, Roxanne, yes, this is indeed the fifth tower. You you were looking for it. The reason you could not find it is what I mentioned before. It was hidden in a weird like quantum state. It was both there and not there at the same time. If you're like actively searching for it, it won't be found effectively. I knew it. Wait, wait, wait. So it disappears if you're if you're actively looking for it. It doesn't necessarily disappear. B mentioned that there were a few towers over there. And if you just kind of rush in or move in, you'll enter guaranteed the fake one. But if you wait near the one that you know is the real one and you are patient and, you know, fully look at it, then you'll be allowed entrance. You just need to wait, uh, let's say, a long enough time that norm- most normal people wouldn't just like put their hand on the doorknob uh, and or, you know, the-, <laughs> the swing gate and just sit there. So,
1: that makes sense. oh,
2: it wasn't that far from where I was looking either.
0: No, you you did indeed guess this location It is directly to your group's. Weast. Well, let's go. Excellent. So ha- as we head down over there, B and George Game are waiting for your group. Uh, they give you a wave as you all head on over.
2: Wave back. Yep. Are y'all ready for this? Da da da.
0: None of that now. You can't say that without starting it.
1: <laughs> it's true, actually. Physically,
0: physically impossible.
1: Well, I do think... Mel's particular inflection meant for that to happen. So. You are correct, yes.
0: Of course, no escaping the brain worms. Brain
1: worms are wormed.
0: All right, as you guys head to this location, he you waves your group down, you wave back, you head on up to her, and she uh, double checks, counting to make sure everyone is here. Uh, George Beat, you're all here.
1: She's doing a head count.
0: Effectively, yeah. Just <laughs> just to make sure there's no, no one extra. She nods after she is satisfied with everyone being here. And says, Alright then, I assume we're all ready? Yep. Yes. Excellent. As I have not entered this tower myself, I'm not entirely sure how it functions, besides how to, well, access it. I figured assaulting the place would uh, alert Reginald to our, well, plan. So I've been trying to keep a low profile. If you're all ready though, and she motions to... A somewhat dilapidated tower that looks very similar to the ones that we've been to before. We are eh, maybe a quarter of a mile away from like the edge of where town would be uh, off in the distance, not really too far from here. There are some construction workers uh, further into the industrial area, but they are working almost intentionally. So away from where we are.
1: Interesting.
0: It seems this place is avoided just sort of in general, which will help us. We're relatively close to normal folk, but we shouldn't run into them.
3: Alright. Do we know if Reginald has any powers? Oh, most assuredly, yes.
1: He, isn't he the one that's been, like, amping up everybody else's? Yes. So whatever his power is, it has something to do with that. Or at least...
3: Okay. I, I just didn't know if we were ever, like, alluded to him having powers or not.
0: Oh, Most definitely, yeah. Uh, every time he have spoken to someone, he bequeathed upon them a flame of white, and suddenly they just felt stronger.
1: Yeah. So I don't know if we know exactly what it is, but we have like a general idea. We know that he has something going on.
0: Indeed. And as we consider all this and move on in, B moves forward. She places her hand on the entryway to this tower and just sort of waits. Looking back to your group, she says, if you'd like to join me, we simply just need to stand here and observe the tower. After a moment or so, things will feel right it's hard to explain but you'll feel it and then we can enter
2: all right i'll put my hand on the door too
0: as you all move forward and uh, copy her it feels quite silly everyone's kind of touching this building but after about a minute or so of uh sitting here and focusing on our location and where we want to be suddenly we're manifesting Effectively, yeah. Y'all know from the outside when I say dilapidated, the windows are blown out, some of the doors are missing. In general, this building has seen better days. The inside should be very similar to the outside, if I'm being honest. Broken down, debris, rain—not great. But the feeling when you hold onto the doorknob, or you're you're near a door that leads to nothing, or an abandoned building, is very different from a bustling workplace. There's a warmth behind it. And suddenly, each of you feel somewhat of a warmth emanating from this door. Bea looks back oh, to your group. Oh, warmth? Yeah. Not like fire
1: demon warmth.
0: Uh, um, I would say more of a hearth warmth. Oh, cozy. Yeah, more cozy.
1: This has got to
0: be a trick. I don't, I don't trust it. She turns back to your group, nods in agreement, and opens the door. When she does, you are all greeted to the first floor in what seems to be some sort of business. There is no one here, but there are many seats for waiting. Uh, there seems to be an unattended little uh, barista corner. There is somewhere for what would be the receptionist waiting up front, also empty. Full lighting. None of the windows are broken, and some of the heat emanates from said building. George lets out a whistle as if to say, "All right, good stuff."
1: Okay, keep walking, I guess. Right, do. Is B taking us to the, like the, a room in particular?
0: Uh, she's got no idea. She knows that he's for a fact in this building. What we're seeing here is, uh, yeah, probably a clue, one might say. More than a clue. More
1: or, than a clue? Yeah. Is this like one of those,
0: those toddler riddles that nobody can figure out? Uh, probably not, no. Who, who can say, though? Uh, uh, what well, can I investigate? Most definitely, yeah. Uh, as we head on in, well, what are you investigating in, in particular?
1: Well, so the place looks empty, right? Yes. What kind of building is it? Is it like an apartment building?
0: Uh, no, it looks like a place of business.
1: Well, you said there's a clue, right?
0: If you're looking for something in particular, I can... We Like can... where
1: to get him? Where he is? Not where to get him, but what's the right direction, I guess.
0: That's a little too vague with where we currently are, but we can see we're on the first floor of a building. There's, of course... A uh, stair set that leads on up. And, is there a uh,
1: directory?
0: Yes, there definitely is.
1: Can I go to the directory?
0: Sure. You move on over to the directory. Does this feel like a? Uh, oops, sorry. I just dropped food. <laughs> does this feel <laughs> like? Does this feel like like his like business establishment or? Very much so. Yeah, you guys feel as if you're waiting either for a doctor or a lawyer or something. This place is quite nice.
1: Can Wasn't I... he a psychologist? Yes. Can
2: I send some shadows? Out searching the area. Sure. What are you looking for? Signs of life.
0: All right. Uh, as Moira checks the directory, you can see that each floor is indeed labeled individually. No strange names. No strange spellings. Everything seems to be in order for this type of building that we're in. Roxanne, as your shadows begin to move uh, outward, they go from room to room, seemingly all empty, and you don't find a single sign of life besides. Our group here, standing in the foyer.
1: This has got to be a trick. I mean, obviously, the the buildings were on that, like, time loop, right? Yes. And this one is the one that they
0: were, like, imitating? Or? You're not entirely sure. This one basically just popped up. Is there a is there a, 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 a a floor above us? Yes, definitely. There's a set of stairs that continue upward. Can I astral project... Uh, above us, pop my head
3: out, be like, hello? Not really.
0: I'm not going to talk, but like, kind of like look. Yeah. Go go through the ceiling, basically. Yeah. Yes. As you just kind of scoot your way up, intending to see the floor above you, uh, you ask to project upward after leaving your body somewhere safe. And as you ascend to the ceiling and move through it, your group sees Xander shoot up through the floor, back into the first floor with the rest of you.
2: Wait, so he goes up through the ceiling and pops out by our feet? Yes. Uh, that's pretty weird. That's not normal. I would like to attempt to walk up the stairs. Yeah, me too.
0: You begin to move up to Bielga or just uh, to you? Mm, sure. All right. George and uh, I said Moira. Huh. George and B will follow you, your group as uh, they're looking around as well, trying to find what the hell's going on. And we head up through the stairs. Something unique you notice about the stairs is the first floor was a very open plan design. You could effectively see everything. There are many glass walls and such that you can see into various rooms. The stairs seem to be segregated from everything else. Concrete walls, concrete ceiling. You can't see upward where you're going to. The stairs curve around and move upward. Uh, As you do indeed do this, your group actually comes out a right room that is perfectly similar to the first floor you just exited from. And you see in front of you a stair set that looks exactly like the one that you just went up.
2: So, and Xander's astral projected body still sitting there where we left it.
0: Uh, if you say behind, yes.
1: Hmm. All right. Well.
0: So now clearly that you guys have...
1: this is some sort of pocket dimension.
0: Now that we know it's weird. Now that we've seen a bit, if you want to ask questions now or investigate with a particular question, I can answer. Wow. You do have your free one. Are there any dates on anything? No. As you begin to look around, the directory made sense. Floor, 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 floor. You can see that there are five total floors. Everything else, though, now that you're looking around, the logos, everything, magazines, they look as if a machine printed them out. They look wavy and unsure of themselves the words kind of flow into each other not really forming any sentences they are most assuredly not in any other languages it's mostly using uh the english alphabet but even some of is those this, letters clash is this a memory or something like memory that? so you of course all have uh, magical powers uh, if you want to answer that question you can most assuredly do that
3: M- wait I can answer that question. Uh,
0: yes. I mean, you can you can see into people. You can see into things. So, yeah, um, we'll you be- can see inside your heart. Yeah. I mean, basically, I mean, that is kind of what I do. Uh-huh.
1: I think I'm the only one who can't do anything here.
0: You're honestly useless. So no, I'm just <laughs> yeah, yeah, can I, I try to
1: some? Right? Can I try doing some clairvoyance on some of the items in the room?
3: Definitely. Do you want to wait? Use so sorry, you-, you said they went upstairs and they just nothing.
1: Correct. Well, We went upstairs and just reappeared uh, the same way that you did with your astral projection. It was like we went upstairs, but we really just stayed in the same room.
3: So we're in a constant loop. Reginald, you playing with our minds?
0: It feels like it. I'm just gonna take my fist to the ceiling. So Show your up. face, you old man! Do you want to roll investigate, Moira, or do I use that free clue?
1: i uh, use the free clue. Okay.
0: Uh, what was the question exactly?
1: Um... Is it a memory of some kind?
0: Yes. This very much feels as if you're in a memory and you are 100% in a pocket dimension. Looking around and such, it feels as if there are certain rules here that must be followed in order to continue forward. Uh, you figure that just walking up the stairs for some odd reason didn't work. Uh, cheating through the walls definitely, definitely did not work. Uh, moving up the floor, just standard walk, walk, walk. You guys felt uh, somewhat of a, a fuzzy kind of Warbling it as you moved upward. Uh, Xander, yours was, it didn't hurt or harm you, but yours was a little more we'll say aggressive, to the point where you feel as if you were to keep trying to face through walls, break walls, etc., etc. It might actually harm you, but basically, the first one's on the house, more of a warning of, uh, "Don't do this again."
1: Can I investigate to see what to get a clue towards how to move on to the next uh, level? If there's something in the room that can do that for us. Yes, definitely. Or if there's like a scene we need to complete.
0: Yeah, go go, go ahead and roll it for me.
3: And you said currently we're just in like a, a 4 EA, yep. like
0: basic desk, not much going on. No, not much. Very uh, basic, no one here.
1: I guess I can't use any of my investigative journalists. Can I use those things?
0: You're not talking to anyone, so... not.
1: Nah, so I'm not going to yeah. do that. Damn,
0: never mind.
1: Good thing I used that free clue already.
0: <laughs> Alrighty, as you begin to try to look through things more, Reb, and maybe get a bit closer, uh, define precisely what we are trying to do here.
1: Um, I'm going to say I am touching items around the room to get a feel for it. Okay. It clearly doesn't work. So maybe ugh, I should have used that, that uh, freaking disturbing imagery
0: so looking around this very much does feel like a memory
1: i do let everybody else know that though so if they want to riff off of that that's fine
0: of course and uh you're mm, you get a very odd feeling uh from this you look in and you begin to see No, there's most assuredly something else here it's something else a presence But we do know that Reginald and most likely Isabel are also here. There was some sort of charm, glamour that was cast upon this building. Of course, it was, you know, dilapidated on the outside, but perfectly fine on the inside. And As you're looking around, maybe there's something that needs to be fulfilled. Uh, Maybe there is you just need to go up, I don't know, with more gusto. It's difficult to precisely tell. uh, Hey,
2: my shadows are pure memory. Well, okay, mostly pure memory. Can I use their familiarity with memory to point us in our direction?
1: Well, you have to wait for me for something bad to happen to me first, Melanie. Okay. I right. failed my role massively. Uh, no, a 1-1 one, one would be a massive fail. Okay, sorry, it's still an MC hard move. I do think that's a good idea, though.
0: So, as you are looking around Moira, you begin to receive visions from the past, from the future, Are these forced upon you? Was this a natural reaction? It's difficult to say. But regardless, you do see Reginald entering this room. Uh, You see him effectively checking in at the front desk, although there is no one there. You maybe see a memory of someone there. And he simply by himself very confidently heads up to the next floor and you you no longer see him. Uh, During this, though, Moira, while he is going through the motions, there is indeed a presence surrounding Reginald. A presence you know very much is not Reginald. And as you peer into this memory, most likely, most likely the past, this thing turns, looking directly to you, Moira. All the color and light around you fade as these eyes lock in on you. Its wings spread wide and it charges you, going for your throat as you hear laughter. You're pulled out of this... Vision the, the, the this 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 reverie and everything looks just as it was before. Everyone is standing precisely where they were. Roxanne's getting ready to uh, shadow something, and uh, I'm going to have you roll face danger against basically a psychic fear attack. And then Roxanne, if you want to roll investigate, you're more than welcome to.
1: Ooh, jeez, psychic attack. Mm-hmm. I use physical defenses then. Well, I don't really know how to. Know how to? I've never had to fight somebody against psychic danger. Oh well. Oh,
0: there you go. Box bars maybe that's all we need.
2: <laughs> Whatever like it is, I really dodged a bullet there.
0: <laughs> Whatever it is, Moira, you steal your mind, and you know this is very much not real. You're able to pull yourself back to the now, facing no harm.
2: Ooh, that could have been bad, wouldn't? Well, right, Roxanne yeah i'm trying to figure out if i could use one of my defining event tags what are you trying to do well i'm feeling around the edges for some sort of uh something that feels right right probably Kind to use mystery media as like a hey you should try looking here sure
0: i will also say despite rolling a failure i will still try to give you guys useful information in said failure. So what you saw there, Moira, wasn't uh, me making shit up. That actually did happen in the past.
3: What attacked Moira? Oh, some, some sort sh- of
0: shadow psychic yeah. shadow. Did you tell it to stop? She thought stop and it did, fortunately. I have incredible mental barriers. Because that's not really nice to do, to attack people. Really isn't. Roxanne, though, as you begin to look around, uh, Moira, would you have shared this information with the rest of the group?
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I probably would have been like, hey, I think this is I think this is a memory. And, you know, like kind of talk about it and like kind of point out the stuff that I saw, like the weird writing and how some it's kind of surreal and how maybe what we Ooh. need. Now you're in my realm to do is,
0: you know, go to the next level. But as your shadows move about, they begin to fall into place. Try to get comfortable here as you're looking around roxanne you find out from what moira said basically you just need to pretend like you own the place you need to not really be looking around for clues you need to just know i'm going up these stairs to get to the second floor
1: Uh, that's cool actually (laughs) yeah it's a sneaky little trick sure let's go let's get walking everybody believe you own it
0: Uh, And as you do, your group does indeed ascend to the second floor, this time entirely different. Although you do feel the same warbling sensation overcome your body, maybe moving through some sort of magical barrier. This room is different, but the same. It is still well put together, but there is no one here. The layout is entirely different. Uh, It looks as if there are various rooms for meeting individuals, all devoid of life and empty. Another stair set. Just up ahead, but nothing seemingly stopping your progress from going forward.
1: So what's the next room?
0: A series of offices, effectively. I'm guessing they're all empty? Yep.
1: So is there something we have to do in this room in order to keep moving on, or can we just use the same theory?
0: I'm going to try walking up the stairs. Yeah, as, as you move up here, you feel as if nothing's really changed. Your surroundings are different, but that's about it. And as Xander, you ascend. Uh, you do not come up through some random stair set. Uh, you do indeed arrive at the floor above you. You can no longer feel your friends below you, though. It's all safe. So you, you can't. What? You shut down. <laughs> nothing. They don't hear it.
1: <laughs> Never mind. So wait, he goes up, but we don't see him come back.
0: Nope, you don't see him come back, nor do you hear him. His footprints trail think, off, and that's it.
1: Truthfully, I think that's uh, proof enough. Because last time he stuck his head through the, the floor. And, and <laughs> yes, so I say we I say we keep walking unless I get. Do I get any vibes that there might be something on that floor that we need to look at? You do not know. Then I'll just keep
0: going up. As you do indeed keep going up. The third floor is more of the same. Your group is actually able to uh, very easily move past this one as well. Moving up to the fourth floor. Where Are they up?
3: the the third floor with me
0: Uh, yes and then your group is able to go from the third to the fourth we do know by the directory that there are five total floors here now on the fourth floor things are indeed a little different it looks similar to at least portion of it looks similar to a waiting room uh, but much higher quality as if this is where the vips are allowed to dwell and as you all look around there is indeed a set of stairs Uh, But to answer your question from before, Moira, things now do indeed feel uh, different for whatever reason. There is an undeniable feeling for all of you that you are 100% being watched. And Moira, this is the same feeling you, you got moments ago in the memory.
1: Is it a general sensation or does it feel like it's coming from a particular part?
0: It feels as if it's coming from the stairs and above you.
1: Do I think there's anything on this floor besides the being
0: watched? on this floor? No, but there's something that very much is trying to stop you from ascending. You can tell. If if you were to get closer to these stairs, the feeling would only get stronger.
1: Um, I'm going to turn to my group. Do they feel it or am I the only one that notices it because I'm like sensitive? Everyone feels
0: it, but you feel that it's similar to the feeling on the first floor.
1: I'm going to tell them since it it seemed like it attacked me, right? Oh yeah, definitely. 100% but it might not necessarily have attacked them.
0: Correct. They have no idea
1: that happened. Okay. So I'm going to say something about that. I would definitely be like, I'm pretty sure we're all kind of feeling this, this presence watching us, but you should be aware that I'm, I'm fairly certain it attacked me earlier on the first floor. And we should, we should be careful. I do not think it wants us to be in here. I mean, that's a given. Yeah. But you didn't have it attack you. So. I'm sneaky that way. Uh, don't be that bold. We want <laughs> you to survive. All right. <laughs> Question, Roxanne. If you died, would you become a shadow? I don't really know. Okay, well, let's not test it. Yeah, I have a little brother to take care of. Okay. Uh, I'm going to keep walking up, but I, I'm definitely like, oh, we should tread lightly.
0: As you get closer, Moira, you instantly feel that presence that was heightened is elevated even further upon getting closer to the stairs. You know that anyone approaching these stairs and moving upward is basically going to have to face danger just to get up them against effectively a very, very potent fear effect, something that will cast doubt Upon you.
1: I'm going to tell them that then. That that's what I feel coming from it. Specifically. If they don't already feel that.
0: It's light.
2: I ain't afraid of no ghosts. I
1: cannot tell you. So that's where the heebie-jeebies are coming from.
0: Can I tell yes. that
3: these are like actually spirits or... Because I can
0: sense like demons in the paranormal. It's most definitely paranormal, but there are no ghosts. See, Roxanne, you don't need to be afraid of no ghosts because it's not a ghost.
1: I, it's just, demonic. <laughs> I ain't afraid of no demons neither. I, I ain't afraid of no demons. Um, is there anything I can do to, like, heal myself preemptively?
0: Yes. So, knowing that this is in front of you, Moira, knowing that you're going to basically have to face danger, each and every one of you, against this effect... You guys can, prior to this, self-buff using Change the Game. Redai can brew something. uh, Roxanne, you can maybe use... I I don't know if you can really do anything. Uh, power of friendship. Thank you very much. Effectively.
2: I've
0: got the Uh, power of mind. Xander, of course, you have your magics. And Moira, you kind of already have your... Not mind control, but you already have your, your mind magics. So, prior to doing this, you guys may buff each other or use your powers in any way you see fit. To help shield your minds against this effect.
1: Well, I definitely would like to buff myself because I'm sensitive. Okay.
0: What if I'm already buff? You got to pump that brain up.
1: Yeah, pump that brain up. I oh, mean, what would it be? Change the game?
0: Yes. Yeah, so basically, uh, E2, if it's a
1: good one, I could theoretically help somebody else too, right? Yes.
0: Yeah, so we can roll in turn. Uh, realistically, Moira, I'd probably say Moira and Radaya have the best you know, chance at rolling high on this. So if the two of you want to roll, I can dole out these pluses, and then we can see where we are from there. Because so of course, if you roll super high, then uh, we can pass a whole bunch out. I'm gonna yeah. cast a anti paranormal spell. Yeah, you you could cast them to like shield over folk. Uh, the, the three of you have the highest chance at succeeding in this. Still succeeded. That that's three tags. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So since you rolled first, Xander. I'll just call it a, a P shield. You can give that to Free. people. of Light. Yeah. P who, Shield. Who e- do want to No, not that. Uh, no? <laughs> no, okay. no? No, no, uh, no, who do you want to give it to, Xander?
3: Roxanne's scared, so Thanks, bud.
0: <laughs> okay, two more. Can I give it to myself? Of course. Okay. Me. Uh. <laughs> there's only four people in our group. <laughs> Moira's rolling first, next, so just honestly either of them's fine
3: that <laughs> myra moira just because she's rolled due to garbage last time it's very true nice. don't i gotta knock on wood i don't want to jinx you i'm just i'm just <laughs> hoping that you don't roll bad oh, God. so in case you do here you go you know what i appreciate that
0: all right exander you begin to cast your spells <laughs> Ooh, Never <mind>. very nice <laughs> good all right so you're basically nice. forming a mental shield moira right Yes, you're, you're trying to see this thing and prepare the mind ahead of time for the horrors before they strike you. So you got two. You know, juice. to be honest,
1: I think Xander trying to help me out preemptively is what helped me roll. Well, so.
0: Definitely I really it. have been going due to garbage. So the nice thing is you have two juice, but you rolled a 13, meaning one of them can be create a story tag. The other one can be scale up the effect to affect an area, which would be everyone. Yeah, I would I absolutely would do that. I'll call this one uh, M shield for like mental shield. Bless. But these are temporary. They only work once. Roxanne or Radaya would either of you like to assist as well? Sure. All right. you want to brew a potion to mm. help everybody. Yep. All right. Go for it. Excellent. You can do literally the exact same thing as you rolled a 12. Okay. I rather than giving this to everyone, I'm going to give it to just Radaya. I'm just going to call it super potion. And uh, when you guys roll, y'all can just click her. And Roxanne, do you want to do anything?
2: I would like to give everyone the feeling of
0: companionship. All right. you can give this to two people. Who's it going to? Who's used... your best friend? <laughs> <Hueling>. <laughs> please
2: don't make me do that. Um, I'm gonna do Radiah and Xander. You son of a bitch! Like it I feels said, it's personal. Please don't make me do that.
0: All right, so you're summoning you shadow friend. Forced her hand.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I had that coming.
0: All right, we won't need to give any tags to B or George. We'll say that they are just part of this role effectively. And after you let them know, hey, there's some uh, bad shit up here. B nods and she, uh, she she waits a moment trying to center herself as does George. They're trying to focus up and like, all right, all right, all right. You know, whatever I see, whatever's going on there. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's whatever. And your group is now able to approach. So from each of you, I will need everyone to roll face danger. Against a psychic attack, you're going to use the M shield, P shield, all that nonsense, uh, S friend is shadow friend, and everybody has the super potion. That tag is on Radiah. So whatever tags you have that would help you with this, use them along with the one on Radiah. Make sure they're not red. Make sure they are yellow. Okay, all right. So we have all our face danger rolls. Moira, you shake it off entirely. Radia, and Roxanne, same. Xander, you're mostly able to I shake like it off. Oh, like
3: how you left me for last
0: Rude. <laughs> Different result, uh, but all the same. You uh, only take two. It's a three minus one. So you now have the shaken two status on you as we are ascending. I mentioned before that feeling that is effectively saying, go away, go away, go away. Only gets stronger as our group ascends. Both B and George are seemingly affected by it just as your group is. They're attempting to fend off whatever this is. And it begins as incredibly off-putting. The more you ascend these stairs, the stronger the feeling becomes. But it's not necessarily threatening. It doesn't feel what you felt, Moira, on the first floor. It is indeed building up to it, though. And as you ascend, you receive flashes of the past, of potential futures, Fortunately, three of you were able to uh, basically blink in and out of these and or see them for what they really are, not twisted by any dark magics and move on. Uh, Xander, the same for you, except uh, some of these images are going to linger for longer than you would like to the point where, yes, your body is ascending the stairs, but for whatever reason, you're your like mind is teleported somewhere else temporarily and you get a strange sense of just like, Oh God, I'm I'm gonna fall over because you're walking forward, but you're walking up and your inner ear is not agreeing with what your eyes are saying. And it's, it's all gross and it's not great, but in order, as we ascend, uh, we see the past. We see Reginald before all this, we see him treating various folk, uh, talking with individuals. I mentioned before he works at a family psychiatrist. Uh, we see this, we see quick flashes of his son as well. Uh, we saw this at the at Carol crossing. The bowling that he had to go through. He tried to fight back as hard as he could. He did everything he could to try to stop them. He tried telling people nothing worked. Uh, unfortunately, like we're did. seeing this in our heads or. Yes. Getting flashes of it. And all that's playing by relatively quickly, as we have indeed in scene. We've seen it before. Reginald did not know about this. Uh, people did not tell Reginald. Uh, It it seems, as you all guessed before, once they discovered uh, who the bully was, who he was attached to, tied to, maybe the boy Aaron was lying. Or maybe some of these teachers or people that were working at the school, folk that were told were, you know, told they were just playing or, or, you know, what have you. The usual bullshit story that allows things to get swept under the rug because no one helped Aaron. Aaron tried to help himself. And things ended up the way that they did after that very thing happened. Of course, you see Reginald initially lose it. He closes the shop for a few days, uh, a week, really. And he does his best to look into what the hell happened because it was too sudden. It came out of nowhere. Investigators are giving him no information, people that he hired because he's not a professional like you all are. He doesn't have the same powers that you all do. You see him waiting by the phone, you see him trying to call as many people as possible, you see him try to schedule meetings with the school, with parents, and he keeps getting no, and no, and no, or he does get in a conversation with them, but it's cut short for some reason, or they can only meet over the phone and conveniently have to go. This does not work for him, of course, but after some time, he decides, you know, uh, mentally, maybe I need to recenter myself and then discover precisely What happened? Clearly this isn't working. I'm approaching it from the wrong angle. So he tries to bury himself back in his work. Although part of him still spirals into looking into this. Eventually, one of his clients, Philip Bradley, shows up. After he was closed for some time. During their conversation, this individual, Philip, begins to complain. Work is hard enough as it is. My son, Spencer has been whining and complaining to me. Apparently he was playing at the train with some kid and some stupid accident happened. Kids should just be more careful. It's none of my business. I don't see why he's bothering me with it. What do I do without my son? What do I tell him to get him off my back, basically? Do I just tell him to suck it up? What's the appropriate thing? Reginald hearing this begins to connect the dots and such, hearing various names, people that were associated with his son. He mentions Carol Crossing. And in this moment, something in Reginald breaks. He knows that Philip is behind the cover-up, or part of it at least. You know, his son led to the death of Aaron. He answers his question not knowing what he said in this moment, honestly. It might have been rude. It might have just been your generic boilerplate answer. Regardless, he sends Philip away. He closes shop. And this time he closes it for good, as Reginald does not come back to his psychiatrist's office. And now he's here. After finding something, something called to him. His break led him clearly to an answer. An answer he thinks will be fulfilled tonight. And as your group ascends, this feeling dissipates for a moment. Right before you enter the fifth floor, though, that feeling Moira burns in the back of your mind. Each of you feel it, Roxanne, Radiah, and Xander. But Moira, you, you know what it is as you were just face-to-face with it a second ago. Xander, when you feel this, your amulet begins to burn against your chest. You are also very familiar with this entity, this feeling. And your group ascends to the fifth floor, in which you do indeed see Reginald, waiting at a desk, speaking with Isabel. Suddenly the sound turns on, like, click! Someone just turned on a television. Your footprints ring out, and the two of them turn around to look at you.
1: Okay. Now,
2: what? For some odd reason, it didn't click that Aaron's dad was a psychiatrist. Really? We had a whole thing about this. (laughs) Yeah, no, it didn't click. Can you imagine that? Psychiatrist dad didn't notice his son was being bullied. Okay, well, first of all, kids are pretty good at hiding things.
0: So you think this, Roxanne, and you know. No, no, no,
2: I say it out loud, damn
0: it. You say it out loud. Fair enough. Without needing to receive an answer, you feel. That exact feeling as if it were coming from yourself, a residue from the stair set, if you will. You know, for a fact that Reginald felt this exact same thing. Why the hell didn't I see this? What's wrong with me? I'm a failure as a father. You feel all these things all at once.
2: Is is this something I can use?
0: Potentially. You're not sure. (laughs) You can see that he's smiling as you all ascend. He does not stand, though, as he is sitting at his desk. But he does call out to you all. Welcome wasn't expecting to see you tonight you're hard kind to of track down by design by design quite inquisitive your group is and you've brought friends i see what b and george wave george yeah
2: oh yeah they got a bone to pick with you
0: a big bone i'm quite sorry to hear that what exactly is all your goal together you are unified in this bone Mostly? Well, you're finally here. At the end of your little journey, what will you do?
2: Ask you to stop.
0: Just going to ask nicely. Yeah, I figured I'd start with that. Fair enough. And why, pray tell Roxanne, should I stop when I'm so close to my goal?
2: Because your goal is going to affect a lot more people than just your targets.
0: It would have, yes. Before I met Gail. Fortunately, he set things right for me. I do owe quite a lot to that man. I'm afraid I don't understand. You truly want me to cease this, whatever you think it is I'm doing, Roxanne and crew. Uh, But you see, if things go the way I want them to, you won't remember any of this happening and anyone that was wronged. Theoretically, at least. Should be righted. Everything will be precisely the way it needs to be. You just need to step aside. Trust the process.
2: No, I'm gonna need you to explain, please. If this is for the benefit of everyone, surely you can explain this.
0: I'll be honest. It is not for the benefit of everyone. It is purely for my own benefit. If I help people along the way, that is fine. Isabel will indeed stand to gain something eventually when she decides what she'd like to do with her life. Things have, of course, gotten complicated for her. She's at that age, as are. Well, most of you, it looks like. But it is quite simple, Roxanne. Mr. Gale Highland. What was his little special ability?
2: Rewinding time?
0: Correct. I'm sure it does not uh, get past you. That I looked into quite possibly every little thing to bring back my son. Law enforcement wouldn't help me. My family wouldn't help. Politicians and such wouldn't help colleagues. No one would reach out and assist me. They wouldn't even look into it. And if they did, they barely even scratched the surface, completely wasting my time. I waited on bated breath, for I cannot tell you how long, to hear and receive nothing from multiple people. Let's say I got desperate. Can you bring back the dead? Is this a folly? Is it... Hmm happenstance and silly jargon, magics, etc., etc. Maybe, possibly. I never reached the end of that question. But in my reveries, in my questioning, something reached out to me to help. I found a particular item, and he touches his chest through his suit, and you can see a light gl- glowing from under his shirt. Something called out to me, and I called back.
2: It's not round like Iron Man's heart, is it?
0: Roundish, yeah. I called back to it. If I cannot bring my son back from the dead, I will simply rewind to a time when he was still alive, and I will go forth from there, before all this happened. And then what? And then I will live my life with my son. We'll probably move, adjust things. I'm sure you're aware of how Gale's power worked. It it was, hmm, a bit touchy. And he whips his hand out, and suddenly a spectral knife of a uh, bright teal color arrives in his hand. It looks exactly like Gale's. You know it is not Gale's, but it looks incredibly similar. He flips the knife a few times, swishes his hand in the air, and it disappears. Light extinguished. Those that wronged me and my family will stay dead, of course. I cannot rewind all time. But those that were harmed, I've been keeping track he taps at a notebook on his desk he looks back to isabel and smiles at her then looks back to your group and says if things go precisely the way i believe they will i can rewind things locally for each of these individuals anyone hurt or harmed shall be amended those that betrayed me well, they got what they deserved and things will stay the same way for them is that so wrong i'm actually kind of interested (laughs)
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say them. Um, oh, oh, what are the negatives? Compelling. I'm. I'm interested. <laughs> what are the negatives?
0: Negatives? What do you mean?
2: Uh, whiplash. You're messing with time. That's not going to function as neatly as you wanted to. Quite History true. And fate finds a way to still repeat itself.
0: He points at Sure, up.
2: you would not have any. Your son will still not find the problems with new friends wherever you try to move to, and. Fate will happen again.
0: If that is the case, then I will find fate, and I will slit its throat, for that is too- Edgy. Hmm. I do not want to believe that is the way of things. If we're not in control of our own fates, then what's the point? Why bother? I'd like to believe that it's not going to repeat itself. If someone told you, Roxanne, that your little brother was fated to die, would you allow it to happen? Or would you fight back?
2: I would fight back, but only
0: until he faces that unfortunate predicament. And what if you could bring things back and try again? Would you not? Given the chance?
2: Yeah, see, my power works differently from yours, so I have a different viewpoint on that.
0: When you say this, you can see him, uh, he shakes a little, and very quickly summons the knife and stabs it into the desk, and you can see it shake. his hair comes in on slightly as he pulls it back. And he breathes out, saying, But if you had the ability to, Roxanne, you would not give up on your family, correct? Gale did. Did he? Yeah, he did. I don't believe Gale gave up. I believe Gale did something incredibly brave. It is entirely different. His love is still in this world. He is going to spend every second he can with that man. That no, is quite but honorable.
2: he's given up trying to find an alternate route. He's accepted the reality as
0: is. This is quite true, but I believe it is different in his circumstance from what I have seen, unfortunately, at least if things go the way of fate. His lover will die. This is quite true. Every moment that Gail spent attempting to rewind time over and over and over only made him older. What would eventually happen? Imagine the tragedy of Gail being at death's door, just minutes away. Then looking to Eric and thinking, if only I spent more time with you, rather than chasing this city dream. Instead, they will spend time together. My son is gone, though. He's taken from me. I don't have the option to spend more time with him. I'm simply going to turn back the clock to ensure that an injustice does not occur again.
2: Uh, I'm gonna look at Moira. Is it time? Uh, I'm gonna say with my eyes, by the way. So give me a wink or something.
1: Uh, you know, I actually hate this, because, like, I can totally see where he's coming from. <laughs> I can, too, but I don't believe it'll work. Uh, like, I don't think it'll work, but, like, I get it 110%. Hey, um, hey, I loved my big brother. I get it. I'll nod at you. Or I'll give you, like, a hand sign or something. All right. um, this is actually um, making me feel kind of bad.
2: Uh, the DM's favorite kind of gray villain. Um, I'm not going to do or say anything, but I want to summon my trump card behind Daddy Deer.
0: Okay, and this is with the intent to make him stand down?
2: Yeah, and, I, and I, I want this kid to, I guess, speak for himself from what I've gathered from his leftover memories. It'll
1: be really inconvenient <laughs> if his memory is like, do it, dad. <laughs> yeah. A little. Do it, dad. Bring me back.
0: <laughs> anyway,
2: honestly, I'm kind of expecting him to be pissed off. You you didn't pay attention to me, but let's hope I got something other than that.
0: you you ever. So from what you saw, he intentionally hid it from his father. He didn't want him to see this, nor did he think it would end to be eventually get this bad. He thought it, these jerks would just go away. So you felt no maliciousness coming from Aaron. All right, then he's perfect. So go ahead and roll me. Convince with any of your tags. That would help you convince. And the Aaron tag.
2: Wow, one of my improvements involved convince. I'm not going to convince, so I didn't grab it.
0: Now, while you're thinking of rolling this, Roxanne, anyone's allowed to help. And they can add a plus one, of course, if they also roll change the game, throwing a little something in.
1: Uh, I can try.
0: Okay. Well, try yeah.
1: try boosting the manifestation.
0: Oh, to make the, the Aaron shadow more clear? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you can definitely do that. Would it also like to help uh, Roxanne on the uh, word front? <laughs> uh, Radaya, you said something. If you want to roll, you very much can to assist yeah. Roxanne. let me
2: try to uh, dig around my potion box for uh, something to calm the nerves and give Claire a clear mind. Never mind. As- Change
1: game? Change yes. game, correct. Yes, okay.
2: Mm-hmm. MC, hard move.
0: He sees what I'm doing. Alrighty, Roxanne, go ahead and roll convince. You'll get a plus one from Radia, and Moira, I will resolve that uh, six in a moment.
1: Yeah, no worries. Alright, um, can
2: I do surprise from behind because he's, like, suddenly sh- popping into existence?
0: For how weird that is, sure. I will also say, specifically to Xander, When his uh, facade slipped for a moment, the light under his shirt glowed a little bit brighter and you felt the presence again. And as you did, your amulet also glowed. You don't think Reginald noticed as he's focused almost exclusively on Roxanne.
2: All right, can I also use obsession because it took some obsession to make the
3: shadow. Sure. And I think that's it. You said my, my amulet glowed?
0: Yep, you can feel it heating up. Do I know what this is from? it is most definitely from something emanating from reginald like i said when his visage like faded for a moment and he got angry as that happened his chest glowed something under his shirt and then it subsided after
3: his chest glowed
0: correct it did once before when he touched it and just did now uh who's next to me you guys tell me how you're standing
1: well, I have to be standing relative. I have to be standing within Roxanne's eye line.
0: Yeah, Radia and uh, Moira would basically be like right next to Roxanne, or close to her. Uh, I guess I'll be next to Moira, but I'll
3: nudge Moira, and I'll be like, "I think he has the other eye of Azar." What? For my, real? My necklace glowed when I saw something under his shirt glowed. And my dad told me that the other one was stolen.
0: Ah! <gasps> no. All right, you rolled a 14, Roxanne. You
1: didn't need my help. Bang! Won't hurt to have it. Uh, I mean, there is no help because I failed. <laughs> 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 I mean,
2: it's thought that counts.
0: For you. <laughs> Not for me. So, Roxanne, as you say this and you summon Aaron, you can tell he's going to continue his thought process as Isabel gasps and takes a step backwards. When she does, Reginald turns as if to say, what? And he comes face to face with his son, completely stunned. All the anger seemingly just flows out of him all at once. He deflates. My heart. Still
2: yourself, Roxanne.
0: And with a shaky hand, he reaches up to touch his son's cheek. And he says, Aaron, Aaron, my boy, is, is that really you? Aaron opens his mouth to speak. And while you cannot hear what he says, Reginald seemingly can, but you can see him fading while this is happening. He stands as the shadow begins to fade. And he's looking down at like, what? No, no, but... And he touches his chest again as he turns to look at you, Roxanne. Not angry, confused. And He says, was that you? Solemn nod. Why did you do that?
2: Anyway, you've forgotten.
0: He breathes out and shakes his head. says, no, I've most assuredly not forgotten, but. Hmm.
2: Our loved ones don't want us to do these drastic things.
0: You may be right, but I know that wasn't Aaron. He, he knew he was a part of him. Indeed. And when he looks to you, Roxanne, you can see truth in his eyes. Thank you for letting my, letting me see my son again. He's... Uh, everything to me. I feel as if I failed. How could I have let that happen? Why didn't I look closer? What is... And he grasped at his chest a bit, and you can, you can see it glowing more, and as it does... The room heats up and Xander, you can feel yours also begin to glow and it does not stop. And he sort of grabs at his shirt and Isabel puts a hand out and says, Sarah, you're right. And he kind of slaps her hand away. And says, Argh. As he does this, you can keep a very clear eye on what he's doing. Uh, Xander, you can tell he's not trying to like do anything with it. He's, he's grasping as if he's trying to get catch his breath. And he does stand and with his right hand, he's grabbing his shirt with his left. He's balancing himself on, his t- on the table in front of him. And then he looks to you, Roxanne and says my son said i was lied to not by you but by he looks down at his chest
2: (laughs) that glowy thing around your neck
0: it's it's the only reason i was able to get here
2: Mmm. you should talk to xander about that that's bad juju
3: yeah you are you shouldn't have that reginald you don't know what you're doing with it
2: don't be cryptic xander
0: what is it then pray tell
3: well, if you are, uh, you know, if you want to continue to use it, uh, you could pretty much uh, release an evil demon that is going to pretty much destroy this whole city and probably more.
0: What? It's merely an amulet. What are you talking about? And he unbuttons his I- shirt and he shows it to you. Yes, like this amulet and I pull my amulet out. Precisely, as he points to yours, then points to his, which is 100% not an amulet. In Reginald's chest, you can see an eye the size of a very large grapefruit wedged into his flesh. And there are these black and red veins leaking off of it, sinking into his skin.
2: Reginald, that's not an amulet! Is it was going themselves to your body!
3: I can't remember if I wrote it down anywhere. What, what was the beast called?
0: Or is it just Azar? It's, it. You literally have Azar's eye, so yeah.
3: See, yeah, I have the amulet of a czar, right? The eye of a czar. You have what, it, his eye, but you know, that's the bad version of what, yeah. So, <laughs> you should not have that, is what I'm trying to say. It's gonna cause bad things to happen.
0: As you say this, he looks at you very confused. And Isabel actually takes a step back and looking at him, she says, Sir, that's not an amulet. He says, What the hell are you talking about? It- it- Any further unbuttons his shirt and like pulls it back and like points at what? What do you possibly see? It's any. What did you get? Where did you get that from? Uh, I found it in the mountains somewhere. Honestly, I don't remember. In my drunken reverie to find answers, this thing called to me, and I answered the call. You you literally have a demon's eye around your neck, sir. He looks at you as if to say, what the hell are you talking about?
3: I'm an Azarian sorcerer. I'm the only one that is supposed to have the uh, eye of a czar. You have uh, technically the other one, but that one's supposed to stay hidden because if uh, they ever come together, homeboy is going to appear and, uh, you know, get to destroying.
0: And uh, with that, he looks down at it again as to say, like, I was lied to. What? And now that he's looking, you guys see him basically palming at the air, just grabbing at nothing, trying to show you guys nothing. But for a moment, maybe the curtain pulls away and he sees this eye that has wedged itself into his body and he retracts in fear at what's become of his flesh. Just looking down at it, uh, he, he gasps and he goes a scratch at it just by instinct, causing no harm at all to it. And he looks at his hand, looks at you all. And while this is happening, you can sort of see it gyrate and writhe in his chest.
3: Yeah, this is not good, guys. We, uh, we really need to get that off of him.
2: Mm. Uh, open to suggestions. And Mr. Magician of SR, how do you suggest we do that?
3: Out of game, just to be clear, uh, from what I remember
0: you telling me, you said uh, my amulet should not touch his amulet, right? So there's a few things, you know, to quickly remind you. Basically, there are two ways to deal with this thing. Either you attempt to seal it away again, which is going to be very difficult, but doable. Or you sacrifice your amulet to permanently destroy the other eye of Azar so that Azar himself cannot come to this realm. Like the actual Azar Azar, not come to this realm and eventually bring back both his eyes, thereby resurrecting himself. As long as they so both exist. So is that one? Yes, as long as they both exist, there's always a chance for him to come back and you cannot destroy one. It's physically impossible. You said we cannot destroy one. Correct. If you destroy one, you must destroy both. OK, so that's off the table. Uh, you said the other. The other, is what? the other is you seal him away and eventually one of your children will have to deal with him or one of your uh, grandchildren.
3: I uh, so pretty much we got to seal that amulet. We'll obviously get it off of him, but uh, we got to seal it away however you guys want to go about doing that well i mean getting an it off at least any ideas
0: as you're thinking about this the remnants of memory that were Aaron seemingly have faded away and the hard move moira is the shadows around reginald begin to twist and tort the iris and the eye and the uh, pupil on the eye suddenly begin to move as if they are alive. You can hear it kind of squelching within his chest. Uh, He goes to move to swat at it again, and uh, you see him uh, suddenly surround himself in this like teal light, almost like a fire. Uh, He's pulling from something, and he goes to like strike at it, but for whatever reason, he is repelled off himself. An incredibly strange image to see, but as he is, you see that pupil fully dilate almost to the entire... I guess a revealed surface area of this eye and a hand is now protruding just past the wrist and it begins pushing its way out.
2: Hold up. This creature is using Reginald as like a portal to come come here. It feels like it. I assume that would be deadly (laughs) to Reginald, right?
0: Uh, Yes. So looking at this. You can tell that as the eye begins to sort of stretch and squelch and writhe around him, it's, it's attempting to dis, you know, dislocate itself from his chest. The tentacles are receding uh, from under his skin. You can see it's causing Reginald immense pain as he uh, cries out trying to find out how to like get this thing off him. But while it's happening, something else is also harming him. Whenever this something is removed from his chest, you're not sure if Reginald will be uh, there to see it at the end. So he's trying to get it off.
2: Can I have some shadows help?
0: Uh, Very much so. Yes, Uh, go ahead and roll me hmm, roll me go toe to toe. What we're going to try to do is we're going to try to basically start a status that is a removal of the eye. So whatever tags you can use to get this thing off him non fatally. Go for it.
2: Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to think of what tags would work with this. I'm going to have Jasper focus on helping. Can I use aware of every tiny movement around me? As applied to Jasper actively watching this this thing as he helps remove it so that he's doing it as carefully as possible. Does that make sense?
0: Yes. All right. And while Roxanne is doing this, if the three of you, Moira, Radiah, and Xander want to add to uh, the removal of this eye, I'll go ahead and throw a tear on him. We'll just call it removed or removing. All right. I'll add removing to to Reginald, as your shadows move in and begin to pry it off of him, or at least attempt to, they try to get these tendrils out of Reginald, and or it's like sever them before the eye can officially like rip them off. And while this is happening, Roxanne, the hand further, and the room heats up further and further. It's now up to the elbow as it's writhing about. It looks completely black as this oil-like substance is dripping onto the floor, and you can just barely in the distance. Hear a laughter echoing directly from the center of Reginald.
3: Can I try to shoot
0: like a magical chain around the amulet to try to pull it off? Yes. Give me your amulet. Excellent. All right, that'll jump it up to removing three, and I will let you know that four will entirely take it off. And uh, as this happens, you're able to like whip some chains. Uh, onto this heart effectively that's in the center of Reginald's chest and you begin uh pulling on it he screams out in pain as he grabs onto the desk you're pulling towards him and he's trying to kind of pull away but he sees that you're attempting to help the look that he's giving this thing is as if to say how dare you lie to me how dare you betray me and it almost looks like the expressions he's giving this thing like he's having a conversation with it in some way his face is moving and his, his, his lips are moving but no sounds are actually coming out The laughter gets louder as the arm is now all the way to the shoulder and black tendrils begin to shoot out and whip onto various things around Reginald, using them as a counterweight effectively to pull even harder. The laughing gets louder as uh, Isabel kind of kicks into gear and she starts like severing these things uh, instantly and says, sorry if this hurts, boss, but we got to get the shit done. And Moira and Radaya, what are you two doing?
2: Ah. i'm casting a spell to send little vines to help pull it out
0: all right go for it
2: i think i only have one button for this good enough nope yep.
0: all right i'll add one pip so it's not going to get us there but it will indeed get us close as your vines shoot up radia to join xander's chains uh they begin writhing and pulling and pulling and pulling but some of these black tendrils ride along your vines and quickly shoot towards you with a malevolent heat. Uh, Redaya, go ahead and roll me to face danger against these things as they go out to strike you.
2: Is the heat so fire resistant?
0: Excellent. Alright, you're able to block all the damage, uh, Redaya, with both your fire resistance and stone skin. Uh, You twist in just a way that they bounce off the cowl you're wearing, causing you no harm. And uh, no foul of your beautiful, beautiful clothing. Moira, what do you do? You see this thing is ready to pop.
1: Ready to pop. Is there really anything I can do?
0: Yeah. All we're doing is physically pulling this thing off him.
1: Well, uh, I am a black belt, uh, which means I have very strong hands. Ew, you're going to touch it? Why not? Nancy. I have hand sanitizer. It's fine.
0: Go in there and grab it. It's sure. for I got nothing,
1: dude.
0: I mean with whatever uh you can always make a tag with broad training?
1: Broad training, uh uh ice fishing.
0: Sure. Um sure, I mean you get you got strong grippers, you got the hands, the fingers of steel, you can get in there and stru- pull. strong gripper. <laughs> but it's my toes. I mean how are you gonna pull it out? <laughs> um
1: you know what, let's can my broad training be uh, gloves because I actually don't want to touch this barehanded?
0: That is perfectly fine. <laughs> All right. Ew. While you're moving in to do this, uh, both George and B are doing their best to sever any of this nonsense coming out. Is this go toe to toe? Yep. Every roll is gonna be go toe to toe.
2: Can I just emphasize mm-hmm. that Jasper is focusing on not hurting Reginald yes. while he's like the like the
0: detailed tugs. All righty, so you were to roll a 9. Why, I roll, why did I roll
1: face danger? I swear I was going for go toe-to-toe.: to
0: toe. Which tags were you going to use? You were going to use your broad training one, right? Yes. And what, what, what else?
1: Um Perhaps gut feeling
0: and also gut feeling. OK. All righty, so that should bring you up to an 11 with a plus two, which is full effect, so we're good there. Uh, that'll also give you two status which will bring his three up to a four exactly where we need to be and exactly when we need to be there. As you leap on in Moira, we have vines, we have chains, we have shadow people that are trying to get this thing off of Reginald. Isabel's trying to burn like the skin around the area so he doesn't bleed out. And you're not really sure what Reginald is uh, doing, but he's allowing this magic to flow through him, this teal light and fire. And it's stopping it a little, but you can tell that without your guys' help, this would have 100% been fatal. As you move in to rip this thing off Moira, an entire arm is sticking out of it. And as you get a firm grip and begin to pull and tear, you rip outward. And as you do, a wing shoots out. Fortunately, you use your instincts to dodge out of the way quickly. And it begins to flap, this laughter echoing further, getting louder and louder. Now that you have a front seat Moyer, it sounds incredibly malicious and familiar. You're able to remove this thing and each of the tendrils that were inside of Reginald snap, snap, snap as they all come loose from his skin. He gasps loudly and falls to his knees, bleeding but not fatally. And there is a notable hole in his chest.
1: We gotta hand
0: this over to Xander, right? Potentially, but as you kind of pull it and ugh, it also kind of jumps out of your hand. In a way, you've removed it, but the whips and tendrils effectively leap away from you, and it begins to roll across the room. You can hear it cracking like an egg.
1: Well, so this m- is a very. This is very. Uh, is it Nidhog?
0: <laughs> that is his name, correct. <laughs> It's, it's about that size too, if it, if it helps for it. I'm a so offense. proud
1: of you. <laughs> I made a little Final Fantasy 14 joke.
0: <laughs> just, don't, um, just don't throw it off a bridge and, oh no, how did someone find it? The abyss. Oh yes. no. <laughs> that made me so mad. I'm like, no. <laughs>
1: that was really stupid. Just uh narratively choice, like choice speaking. Terrible.
0: Yeah. Um, All the same. Can I jump and jump on it so it doesn't roll too far away? Uh, sure, you're going to jump on it with the intent to what?
1: To hold it down so it can't go anywhere. Squish like a grape. Already. Okay, you... well, I don't know if I want to squish it like a grape. Wait, I mean, I don't know that they can't be destroyed, but I'm not going to try and squish it. I do not like that mental image. Thank you.
0: Uh. Fortunately, you know you cannot squish this grape. So yes, you may, Moira, if you wish, uh, leap out towards it to grab it. That'll be going toe to toe as it is continuing to crack. Uh, the fingers of the other hand are pushing their way out, and you can feel heat bursting forth from this thing. It is getting quite violent, one might say. I'm going to can apply I- uh, one tag to it. That's just I of Zar. I'm not going to make the tag. I'll just apply it after your roll. Yes.
1: OK, can I uh, use massive wingspan uh, as like a larger area
0: to hold it down? Yeah. E. the very nice. Honestly, Alrighty. that's not bad. It's not bad at all. Uh, with that, we have a 10. Uh, so you would choose the first option, which is to achieve your goal and most likely the bottom option to uh, not get counterattacked. Yeah. All right. Excellent. You do just that, Morey. You fly towards this thing and you kind of. Pin it down, you have it right where you want it, but you realize it is hatching at an alarming rate. It may not be moving, you have it cornered and pinned effectively, but it is pouring out quickly. The other arm is almost completely out, and you swear you can see the shadows of a face as two burning eyes look directly at you from within the eye.
1: Mm, Can I
0: look away? You very much can, and this will avoid whatever it was trying to...
1: I want to cover the eye. I don't want to stare the eye in the eye, you know?
0: Uh, That is most assuredly a bad idea. It uh, is stared down. (laughs) Consider it stared down. You have it locked down, but it's still hatching. What do y'all do? So
2: uh, how do we seal it?
0: Can I do a sealing spell? Effectively, yes. You would need to go toe to toe with it with whatever sealing magics you would have, attempting to put it away. You know this will, of course, be difficult, and it will take some time, but regardless of the outcome of what the eye decides to do after this, you know that any sealing magics you apply to it will indeed stick, if that is indeed your intent. It is writhing and wriggling very angrily next Goodness to... that was almost horrible. So we wouldn't use... Oh, well, we wouldn't use energy-based constructs. Fortunately, we don't need them. Uh, but you would indeed use those three... Oh, actually, you do have that debuff shaken, which would definitely apply here. Well, then never mind. Well, unfortunately, that is isn't a five. As this thing begins to wiggle and writhe Xander, you can tell you're on the right path. You recall you've done this before with your father. You know how to seal away demons and paranormal things and entities and things of that nature. This is the same idea just scaled up. We'll say quite a bit, just a little. But something goes wrong. Moira, you need to move ever so slightly so Xander can get a hold of a course. But as this is happening, it begins to shake. The heat that begins blasting off this thing, Moira, is far, far, far too much for you. You know, if you continue to hold on it at this distance, you will be severely burned. Mm, yeah, I'll have to let go. And as you do, almost in one motion, the eye splits. No, up.
2: no. Yes? Can I shadow cocoon it? Like a containment shadow cell,
0: you may, but it's only going to be temporary, as I do have to do the hard move. Oh, all right. So you won't be taking any damage from this, Xander. And if you want to load that up, Roxanne, you are more than welcome to do so. But as uh, Reginald is breathing heavily, watching you all, still a look of anger on his face, as if something lied to him. Isabel is uh, standing and ready, having already helped Reginald, as his eye splits. You can all hear it crack, and it echoes in the room as it wetly splits open. Both arms push their way free, and you can hear this cackling echo throughout the room. As I said, Moira, a blast of heat emanates from this thing the second it cracks open, completely turning everything within a five-ish foot radius to dust. The ground itself is burned and standing before you all is a demon of currently fairly formidable size relatively ah. what I'll just screaming oh <laughs> relatively <laughs> close to uh isabel except for uh, one primary difference as i mentioned to you moira when you asked about the eyes there is still humanity behind isabel's eyes this thing only has pure demon m- malicious intent as it looks from each of you, this stupid shit eating grin on its face, it looks as static. Besides matching Isabel's size, it grows ever so slightly every second. It looks the same size as her, but you blink and hmm. Is he slightly larger? He's getting closer to the ceiling. That's definitely troublesome. And before you stands the demon Azar. Or at least. An avatar of a czar.
3: So, yeah, that, that's what we were trying to avoid summoning. He stretches and laughs
0: again. Just. <laughs> oh, thank you.
2: You know, if he was serious about stopping this, you would have destroyed the damn amulet. Oh. Not
3: calling out name. It's OK. My grandfather, my grandfather before him, my grandfather before him, before him. We've all sealed him before. It's no big deal. <laughs> but he keeps getting out that is a big deal Listen, the only reason he got out this time is because Reginald had a I'm a big sad old guy and I went into a cave and I had a midlife crisis and I had to steal something that didn't <laughs> belong to me so it's not my fault okay Just because my dad didn't hide it in the best area it's not I'll do a better job this time we just had to defeat evil demon guy all right
2: when I die, I am making sure that some of my shadows stay behind to haunt your family forever. Do you understand
3: me? Don't worry, Roxanne. You won't die. You can still be a vigilante
0: after this. As you say all this, Azar laughs loudly and says, <laughs> "The Lancasters are just as selfish and self-absorbed as I remember. Glad you haven't changed." And we're still gonna kick your ass. This is
3: like. Other previous times, so you know you haven't changed of losing.
0: Sure thing, little one. Well, I'm glad you've set everything up for me, Mister Albright. Greatly appreciate it, but I need to go now. Can I uh, punch him in the face with the magical fist? You most assuredly can. Uh, <laughs> as you're getting ready for this, he is continuing to stretch and to grow, getting closer and closer to the ceiling. Uh, can I do my net first? Uh, Yes, you very much can. First, though, to mimic the same thing that Isabel had, Azar is going to be a very, very tricky foe. Before you do literally anything within Azar's presence, you need to roll against this. A wave of dread will attempt to overwhelm anyone interacting with Azar. Very similar to Isabel's fire lashing out, except his is going to be more potent. Hers was a three. His is going to be a four. So when you roll first, Roxanne, you must defend against that, and then you can roll for your shield. Like well, as in face danger. Yep. So all of you need to face danger against that first before you do anything against him. Just being in the presence of him is overwhelming. Interacting with him will make remember that uh feeling you got when you walked up the stairs. Basically that on steroids. Am I able to use strong against supernatural and magic shield on that uh, to defend against it? Yes. It's essentially another mental attack. And also, you know that this is going to be interacting with you first. So, of course, you don't have to roll. You can get help first. And as you're prepping that, Xander, you can see uh, both George and B have the exact same idea. As they are getting ready, I will also prepare things for them. Do you want me to roll while I wait or no? Go ahead and wait for her, primarily because... Nice. Uh, Primarily because she might actually help you. All right, so I'm giving tags to both George and B. B has Master Swordsman and Sen Bonzakura. George has Taekyuan, which I probably yeah I probably pronounced that wrong, but that's basically his martial art. It's an off branch of Taekwondo, I believe. What is it? Taekyuan. It's in chat.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's related. Really, well, it's I, it's actually not part of Taekwondo, but it is related to it. Okay,
0: <laughs> that's what the note said. <laughs> and also White Box. <laughs> so you guys can indeed uh, use their tags to assist you with various things. Uh, but when you do, you're also incorporating the character. So, Roxanne, you're able to steal your mind. And as you're beginning to like form this shadow shell to like hold him still, he looks to you and all the rage and fear begins to spear towards your mind. Fortunately, you steal yourself for a moment and you are unaffected. Throw your bubble at him.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to contain him to slow him down so that Xander can try his thing again. And then I need to roll negatives.
0: Uh, you don't have any negatives, I don't believe. Alrighty, we got some juice. I'll create a story tag, temporary, surrounded in shadow, which you may use Xander to punch him, but same would apply for you. You'll also need to defend against the psychic attack prior to punching him.
2: Mm, can I give or reduce the status to assist with that?
0: Uh, yes, you can reduce shaken by one. If it's shaken two, uh, done, can go to a shaken one. And then now I roll or First, roll to defend, then roll to attack. Thank goodness for a five. All right, I will add this to the shaken. All right, so when you attack, unfortunately, you're going to have to use that negative shaken three. If you want George and B to assist you, you can definitely use their tags.
3: I'm going to punch you in the face, mm-hmm. and you're not going to like it. Suck a butt. Very
0: nice. I like my fistier face technique, mate. Whoa! Alrighty, so you're going to be doing uh, damage and then block. All right, excellent. Uh, When you move in to do just that, you fly towards him, Xander, to strike him, and I shall indeed reveal his other custom move, very similar to the uh, enforcers we ran into in the very beginning. Nearly impenetrable. Any type of emotional status is reduced by three, which would be fearing him, things of that nature, Moira. Everything else is reduced by... One, as you fly towards him, Xander, to strike, he catches this magical fist, shattering it. You take no damage as suddenly a sword is formed in one of his hands and he slashes out, attempting just to cut you in half. But you dodge at the last second. He takes no harm, but neither do you. And you can all just see him cackling away. Just (laughs) as that happens, he jumps upward, like ramming his head into the ceiling. Which explodes, and you guys can feel some temporal wave or the station has been broken, and everything around you begins to warble ever so slightly. You are indeed still in this room, and you can tell that Azar is about to just jet off. He's done here. He's gonna leave. So Mario Raxan, Radaya, you see him doing this. What do you do?
1: Can I do some sort of psychic thing to slow him down?
0: Uh, you very much can. Basically, the only way to stop him, stop him from doing this is going to be some form of roll, go toe-to-toe, and then do to the top one, which is managing to achieve your goal. Currently, your goal would be to stop him from flying away. I'll try it. So first, you'll need to defend. Okay. And then you can do that. If, remember, your character knows this is going to happen, so if you want any help prior to rolling, you can always request help.
1: Somebody help me.
0: If it's specifically to go against the uh, psychic nonsense, is very good at that. So, I if you would like to uh, group some more of those potions that you did from earlier. Yep. Roll me change the game. Mm -hmm. Excellent. All right. We got two juice. We can make the tag and we can make it permanent. That is exactly what we want. Yep. All right. She tosses you a potion of focused mind. Moira, you have just that. Go ahead and roll face danger against my own psychic attack. Congratulations. As you begin to approach Azar, he gives you a look as if to say, kneel before me, worm.
1: You know, honestly, that's fair. Um,
0: this is just to defend, though, right? Yep. Every time you do anything, you must defend first and then strike. I can use focus mind for pretty much anything. For the most part, yeah. But once you use it to defend, you can't use it to attack and vice versa. Depends how much you because uh, obviously if you get hit by a negative, that's going to impact your next attack. So if you have a negative one or two, unfortunately, that's going to carry over.
1: God, just like a raw roll seems a little too chancy, but when has it ever done me any favors to have things
0: added on? I mean, you've had a couple where you barely sneaked by with one or two. So Okay,
1: that's fair. <laughs> uh, I'm going to use situational awareness and self-defense. Unless it, No, it's not physical.
0: It's not physical, correct.
1: Actually, you know, my instructor would say that part of self-defense is blocking before it is like a mental block.
0: So you could use it as if you are mentally prepping yourself. That would be fine. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm just trying to make it reasonable.
0: That's all. Basically stealing your mind and body prior to striking. Perfect. With a 12, you fend off any nonsense. So the final roll of the night, go ahead and drop me. Whatever you're, you're trying to slow him down, stop him. Yeah, I'm trying uh, to stop him. All right, go ahead and roll me. Go toe to toe. He sees you charging at him as this wave of dread surrounds you, Moira. You're able to blast through it, and now you are flying towards Azar. How dark is it? It's pretty dark. Fortunately, it is nighttime. We're in a dark room. It's got that mood lighting. It does make sense, sort of. So you're trying to uh, with wait um,
1: wait take away.
0: We, we, yeah, I was say wingsman be grabbing, and we, would, yeah, we, yeah, don't, yeah. we we don't need that. There we go. I was say like, yeah. how, how do those work together? Okay, still yeah, fourteen. All good. Regardless, you rolled an eleven flat. That's already a full success. Okay, cool. You, that that definitely will indeed uh, track. So if you're trying to slow him down, and this is indeed a psychic attack, you don't want to use the status because that will get completely nullified. The middle one at least. You're gonna want to okay. hold him and then block any counterattack because you know this guy's gonna have like a truck if he does hit you. Yeah. All right, so Sounds choosing to me. those two options, Moira, you begin to show something to Azar that will not permanently affect him, but for a moment distorts reality around him. Maybe it summons other little Moira's and whatnot that he uh, chuckles at, maybe not entirely knowing uh, what your abilities are, and he begins to just whip at them with his blade, sundering every single one, laughing all the while. And uh, for a moment, he is indeed distracted. You can tell the very next thing he is going to do is leave the premise. So I will help clarify uh, next week what's going on. Why are you running? (laughs) Uh, Reminded that you can definitely use B and George. Their tags should not go away. Uh, Realistically, you guys can see that Isabel is posed against Azar as well. Now that she has, uh, for the most part, assisted Reginald. So you'll have the assistance of three people against Azar. He's chopping up shadow Moira's getting ready to leave. And we shall indeed resolve this next week.